Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Thanks so much for joining me again on our chapter day journey. We are beginning the book of Mark, and it was the 11th verse that resonated with me this morning. It says, and a voice came from heaven, you are my son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Today's podcast is entitled, Source, Not Compensation. Looking back on my life journey, it's obvious to me that my early 30s were an important stretch of road. My late teens and early 20s were a period of me being cocksure of myself, and entering marriage, fatherhood, and adulthood in my early 20s was, for me, a heavy dose of reality. The side effects of that reality dosage led to a period of intense personal chaos, which led eventually to intense introspection, and this eventually led to a more healthy sense of what psychologists would call my individuation. In the parlance of our times, as the dude would say, I grew up. I became my own person. Now, as I trek through that time of life, I began to really inspect my family of origin with a critical eye. As with any human system, there were shortcomings, which I had to honestly acknowledge, address, and forgive. But I also discovered strengths, which had to be equally acknowledged, addressed, and appreciated. It was during this time of life that I began to witness a common soul wound that affected a number of my male friends. They had never experienced a father's love. Never had their ears heard the words, I love you, uttered by their dad. Never had they received the word of affirmation, encouragement, or paternal pride. The old man had simply been a stoic source of silence or constant criticism or unattainable expectations. The result was a seemingly adult male who was in reality the walking wounded, endlessly striving to earn a blessing that was hopelessly beyond price. Now, it was this observation that gave me a much-needed contrast in my own process of individuation, because every day of my childhood ended with a hug and a kiss from both my parents and an I love you. My father, as well as my mother, was present, loving, affectionate, proud, and trusting. So much so, in fact, that I was blind to it. I took it for granted. I had no idea how priceless of a gift that was. With today's chapter, our chapter day journey embarks on Mark's biography of Jesus. It is the shortest of the four Jesus stories contained in the great story, and it is believed to be the earliest to have been written. Mark, also known as John Mark, was a colleague and assistant to both Peter and Paul. Mark's mother was one of the circle of women who followed and supported Jesus' ministry. The early believers met in her home, and it is believed that Mark's biography is his compilation of the stories he heard Peter tell as they traveled and taught others in the first century. It's also believed that a curious side note of Mark's biography of Jesus was, well, autobiographical, and it's found in his description of Jesus' arrest, where it says, a young man wearing nothing but a linen garment was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. 
Now, this somewhat comical detail stands out in part because Mark's biography of Jesus is really short on details compared to Matthew, Luke, and John. It is a condensed compilation of stories, especially in the early chapters. A dramatization of today's chapter would contain eight different scenes, and that's a lot of material to chew on in one quiet time. So what resonated most with me this morning was the scene of Jesus' baptism, in which all members of the Trinity are present, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They mark the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry, and the Father's voice from heaven declares his love and his pleasure with his Son, Jesus. Now, what always stands out to me is that Jesus hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't successfully faced temptation. He hasn't preached his first sermon. He has no disciples. He hasn't healed anyone. I mean, Jesus has been ritually dunked by his cousin John. That's it. That's my boy, says the Father's voice from heaven. Man, I love him. Couldn't be more proud. It's such a pleasure to be this kid's dad. Now, years ago, I made this same point during a message I was giving among my local gathering of Jesus followers, and one listener accosted me after the service to take issue with this. He was 30 years old, this person claimed. He'd done stuff. Now, this individual's insistence quickly made clear to me just how wounded their soul was. They could not fathom parental love, pride, or pleasure that had not been demanded, earned, and merited. I have observed along my life journey that much of religious Christianity suffers from this same wound. Churches talk about grace, which literally means unmerited favor, but at the same time they're demanding that members faithfully earn the system's social acceptability by carefully being obedient to this this silent rule of dress and speech and relationship and public behavior. In a meritocracy, love, pride, and pleasure are a carrot dangled as motivation. They're to be dearly earned through strict obedience. But not in Jesus' family system. Love, pride, pleasure are the source of the motivation. Divine love and intimacy of the mysterious one is three and three is one is what fueled Jesus' ministry, his mission, his service, and his sacrifice. In the quiet this morning, I find myself just being grateful to my father and my mother for modeling love for me. And it's made it easier for me to understand this essential truth about Jesus' message. Love is the source not the compensation. It's there, right there, just waiting for me. All I have to do is believe. All I have to do is receive it, to make room in my heart for it. It says, the great story says, we love because he first loved us. Perhaps the most single important lesson of my life journey thus far was the realization that God's eternal love, his complete forgiveness and total acceptance was not the result of my doing stuff or not doing stuff. It is a gift to be simply received. And the realization of just how priceless that gift is 
has been the greatest motivation of my life. It has led me to do stuff for 40 years, like writing this blog post. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. We'll see you back on this Chapter A Day journey on Monday. Mm-hmm.